Today's reading is 1 Timothy 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the command of God our Savior, and of Christ Jesus our hope, to Timothy my true child in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace, from God the Father, and Christ Jesus our Lord. As I urged you on my departure to Macedonia, you should stay on at Ephesus to instruct certain men not to teach false doctrines or devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies, which promote speculation rather than the stewardship of God's work, which is by faith. The goal of our instruction is the love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and a sincere faith. Some have strayed from these ways and turned aside to empty talk. They want to be teachers of the law, but they do not understand what they are saying or what they so confidently assert. And we know that the law is good if one uses it legitimately. We realize that the law is not enacted for the righteous, but for the lawless and rebellious, for the ungodly and sinful, for the unholy and profane, for killers of father or mother, for murderers, for the sexually immoral, for homosexuals, for slave traders and liars and perjurers, and for anyone else who is averse to sound teaching that agrees with the glorious gospel of the blessed God, with which I have been entrusted. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has strengthened me, that he considered me faithful and appointed me to service. I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and a violent man, yet because I had acted in ignorance and unbelief, I was shown mercy. And the grace of our Lord overflowed to me along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. This is a trustworthy saying worthy of full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for this very reason I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his perfect patience as an example to those who would believe in him for eternal life. Now to the King eternal, immortal and invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Timothy, my child, I entrust you with this command in keeping with the previous prophecies about you, so that by them you may fight the good fight, holding on to faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and thereby shipwrecked their faith. Among them are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme. This is God's word. Ephesus was an important place in the story of the New Testament. Paul spent two years there on his third missionary journey, according to Acts chapter 19, verse 10. Paul then traveled to other cities after those two years in Ephesus. But toward the end of that third missionary journey, he stopped nearby and called the elders of the Ephesian church so that he could speak with them and pray with them. We read that in Acts chapter 20, verse 17 and following. Of course, he also wrote the New Testament book we call Ephesians to that church as well. When Paul wrote this letter that we call 1 Timothy, Things were not well in the church at Ephesus. Paul had been released from house arrest that we read about in Acts 28 and was out planting churches again when he heard reports of false doctrine in the church at Ephesus. We read that in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3. He sent Timothy there, back to Ephesus, to, quote, command certain people not to teach false doctrines any longer. That's the NIV's translation. In verse 5, he said, the goal of this command is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith, again, from the NIV. These verses indicate how important good doctrine, pure doctrine is to the health of the church. Good doctrine creates a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith, 
which produces love in God's people, which makes the church a loving, Christ-like place. Bad doctrine, then, corrupts one's faith and one's good conscience, as verse 19 puts it, which inevitably leads to problems in the church, both problems between people and moral problems within people. Doctrine is not a popular subject in the evangelical church these days. Instead, churches today run on emotionalism, entertainment, and self-help. Emotions have an important place, and making disciples involves helping believers deal with their problems. But if that, plus entertaining services, is what a church is about, that church will not be able to withstand the winds of false doctrine. False doctrine hollows out a church, corrupting the pure hearts, good consciences, and sincere faith of people, according to verse 5. And that's what God called his followers in Christ to have. So never denigrate doctrine or underestimate its importance in your life or in the church. Instead, learn the great doctrines of our faith and let them purify your heart and strengthen your conscience. Then as we learn and grow together in the truth, we will become a loving place. If you found this devotional helpful, please sign up to receive it in your email every day for free by going to dailypbj.com slash subscribe. Please also support me financially so I can keep making these videos and more content like this. To do that, go to dailypbj.com support. Also, share this, both for the growth of others and for the growth of our audience here. And I'll see you next time. Hope you have a great day.